Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I wish there was something I knew about Denver. I was going to say, I'm a round stone cowboy, but I don't know if that's Denver related. I don't know what the what the beauty of Denver is. It's no, like, is this ain't I, cowboy country, no? No, I think that's John Denver is what you're trying to think of. Like, was uh, that him? Um, I don't know the song, though. Uh, I know there was one song called uh, Sunshine on My Shoulders Makes Me Happy. Yeah, I wouldn't know no shit like that. Yeah, yeah, but it was like a hit song when I was right. a little kid. Yeah. And I used to make me sad because... John Denver, the white dude with the blonde hair, looked like he had a bowl cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He crashed his airplane. Shit, holy shit. Yeah, he, I know he's an important white guy. Yeah, I think he was. And, I think he's from Denver. Okay, yeah, he's important to Or him. his name's Denver, so... Well, John Denver. So either way... Right. But yeah, I, yeah but he... But either the, way, it ties into Denver. Yes, yes, but, you know, he's the purity of his Anglo-Saxism... Uh, is very important to the white race. Uh, I don't know that. I don't know that. No, there's just certain white people like uh, John Denver, Bob Dylan. Uh, you know, just J- Johnny. What's the, the 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 singer with the all black? The Johnny something. Oh, Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. There's certain white dudes that are just pure Anglo-Saxon American blood. Well, it's important in the white mainstream. Um, Bob Dylan was Jewish. Oh, that's why he was so whiny. Yeah. (laughs) Now that makes sense. Sunshine. Yeah. 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 See, it would have been good if he did that song. If he did it? Yeah, that would have been good. It would have had that, like that. uh. I would love to know, please write me, are there any black people that have ever supported and loved Bob Dylan? There has to there be. There can't be. There has to be. There can't be. And if there are, and if there is, they are like fucking. Darius Rucker probably likes Bob Dylan. I don't even think he would like Bob. I think he does. What's my man's who I hate? Terrence Williams. <laughs> Must love Bob. Bob no. Dylan. Any any black person 
that would listen to Bob Dylan is not a black person. I, d- I don't agree with that. They are a moccasins wearing no socks, tight choker necklace, polo shirt tucked into khakis, dude. Niggas that want to be white dudes. The tight choker necklace is a big deal in hip hop right now. So they're wearing the fat chain, but tight yeah, around the neck. Yeah, I know. Well, but, but that's this. That's this new. Moist in the butt crack generation. Um, I came into your hotel and you were watching NFL's 100 greatest teams. And you had a question you asked me about, about yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah, So what was the question? The question is, is uh, if, you, if you knew in advance right. that you could play a sport and be successful, and you could even obtain the top of that end, the, the, the championship, whatever it is, being the right. World Series or Super the NBA Bowl. Super Bowl, whatever, whatever that is. But you're going to be successful, but you were just a footnote in that history of time, and you're going to be done by 30, 32. Right. Would that be enough for you? Could you do the – I mean, because I, 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 I'm, I'm not saying taking anything away from the guys that right. are on the team, not very well known. Right. They make a big difference in the game. They're part of the championship. So you're not talking about a premier dude like a Tom no. Brady or a Michael Jordan. No. More I, like a B.J. Armstrong. Yeah, you're going to be successful. You'll have a successful career. Like right. Your hometown might know you. Right. But you can't go any. You're not. Famous. Not, you're not remembered. You're a oh, footnote. All right. You were part of the championship, but you ain't memorable. You're a footnote. Damn. Um. Like, if you were Randy Brown, you know who Randy Brown is? No. He played with the night. He, he won the three championships with Chicago. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 when Mike came back from baseball. Okay. He had a flat back head. His back of his head was mad flat like an ironing board. So he, he has the rings? Yeah. And you wouldn't know him walking down the street from anywhere. From anywhere. And he has those championships. I don't know what his success level is personally in life is right. now. But I'm saying he's an, he's an assistant. He works with a coaching. Okay, so he stayed yeah. in the. He he's, stayed. Yeah. So yeah. he has. He st- he still has his you know like connection. Yeah. But is that enough? If you knew, if you knew that, and you got to live, let's say to seventy, so you got to live almost forty years of your life. Done. Like you already were done. I, I think that the talent should dictate your emotions. It sucks if you had Michael Jordan talent, but you never got the accolades that you deserve. But Randy Brown was like, come on, man. So you, how much more can you, do you think you're supposed to get if you, if you ain't a premier dude? How much are you supposed to get? Your expectations can't be, your expectations should not exceed your talent level. If you only got X amount of talent, then you should have X amount of expectations. Okay, let's let's take, okay. Let's use somebody a little bit more well known, who has more rings in recent times than anybody else. Robert Ory. Now he he he, he played a, he played a pivotal part, right? But how much do you think he's remembered today? Not but not the same way. Not even at that same time. Probably not. But you can't not know him. Because he played pivotal moments. moments. But, but let's just say you are that guy. Right. You're, you're Robert Ory. Right. You, you're done. He was probably done at 34, I think. I'm not sure about the age. Whatever, whatever it is. Right. But he's going to have to live the other half of his life in more of a mediocre, mediocrity kind of a way. Right. He, he didn't have the glitz and the glamour of the, of the NBA and, anymore. And you have to just go through life now what, as a regular dude. What sucks about that is 
regular dude, but you're still so young. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right, that, coming off that ride of yeah. being in pro sports. How that would be tough, yeah. I, I, I just, I, I just thinking because I, I think about it differently because I, I'm, I don't have any success, but I mean, I'm doing something that I enjoy at the latter part of my life. Right. I couldn't imagine if like, and I'm not gonna, I don't want to call out all comic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say a certain comic. Barry Sobel. Mm, like right. you hit it, and and you get this popularity. Right. You're famous for a minute. Right. But was he ever really famous? He was on Carson at the time, and right. he, he blew up a little bit. He had the, you know, he was at the beginning when uh, he would, I would see him on two two seven and certain shows. And but then you you basically, I mean, I he still used to he used to show up in Phoenix sometimes to, uh, right. to do some. Uh, uh, there was a room that he would do out there. Right. But you're done. But do you think that has more to do with? And I'm not shitting on Barry Sobel, by the way. I just want no, to... No, no, okay. right. But, but, but do you think that had, that was more about somewhere in his life he just felt like, eh, I'm done, versus nah. his talent just couldn't... Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like, because when you look at... I remember when he used to come to the comedy store, then it felt like it was with the times. Right. Now, if he's doing that same kind of material... It feels dated, of course. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the, or so it could have been one or the other. It could have been time went on without him, or he just went, "Man, I'm done." So you never know. But see, I, I, I guess here's how here's how I'll say this: the athlete, and and then like, I'm, and I'll use Barry Sobel again. I'd rather be uh, Bobby Slayton. Like he'd ever be. He never like ran to like the highest point in comedy. Right. But he's had a good career in comedy. He's been in right. movies, and he's still relevant in some form. Uh, even at this point in his life, mm-hmm. he can still tour. He still sells some tickets. Right, 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 right. And y- you have to feel like you're connected. I think that that's what's so hard about sports is that you're no longer even connected, unless like you go into coaching or something. But right. you're not connected the same way. Well, I mean, look, I, I, if, 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 I'm sure every athlete that was once a big time athlete. If they could, and they all say it, if they could do it all over again and snap their fingers, they would, because that's the ultimate rush. Doing what they do is the ultimate rush, and nothing replaces that. But I think if, like, you're Michael Jordan, you're so goddamn famous, you got so much goddamn money, there's so many things you, other things you could do to fill a void that's a rush. Or like nothing is off limits to but that's, those an exciting yeah. life. Those are different guys. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if if you're not them, that's an interesting question to ask an athlete that's not them. I would I would like to ask it because it's. I mean, boxing I think is a little different because right. once you're when you're a boxer, you know you're not going to stay on that for the rest of your life. Right. So you get your pitcher hung up, right. champion. You end it, up in the, in in, in uh, Canada, Sarasota. Or whatever the, the, the wherever the boxing hall of fame is, yeah, you know, but that's but you know that's the destination, right? right. Where this is the, you, you, I don't know. I just think it's, I, I, I'm trying to. I don't know why I'm, I've been dealing with thoughts like that lately. You you think, because uh, we we I mentioned Charles Barkley, like it just seems like it never it doesn't really eat at him that he's never won a championship. I know it, you know it's got to bother him a little bit, but he seems so, especially when you watch him on TNT happy and that he has a great life and he has fun that it doesn't eat at him like that like i know it's got to eat at some guys and you you know i think the way you could tell is that it doesn't eat at him the same way is because Shaq sometimes 
Throws them jabs. Yeah, and and you could see him. You could see in his face. Yeah, I wish I had my championship. Right. I wish you didn't have that on me. Right. But not that it holds him back. Yeah, who yeah, he is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here was my question: What do you think hurts more? If you didn't win a championship ever, or you didn't win a championship because of one guy named Michael Jordan who stood in your way, because I think if 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 Jordan hadn't reigned the way that he did. Ewing would have definitely won one. Yeah. Barkley would have definitely at some point won one. But Mike kept a lot of dudes from winning. Okay. Take that a little bit a different step, though. If he, well, Michael didn't spend those three years away doing baseball and, and doing whatever else he was doing. Right. Playing golf. Yeah. Is Akeem Akeem? Good question. Now, here's what Mike, Mike said at one point. Mike said, uh... I, I, you know, I don't know how we would have handled Akeem. We'd have had no answer for him. And Kenny Smith will brag that every time they played the Bulls in the regular season, they beat them. But regular season ain't seven games. Right. And Jordan playoff is different from Jordan season. Yeah. So, and Steve Kerr was like, he don't believe they would have won four in a row because he goes, every year you win, it's tougher and tougher. And we were on fumes by three years in a row. Yeah. So I don't know that we could. And, I, and actually, the, the, that era of the Bulls was after Jordan came back, which means I'm talking about the, you mean the Bulls before Jordan left, which they would have played a king. Yeah. But even still, it's the or same even point. afterwards, but he got yeah. because of that three-year window. Right. He said, I, I, at three years, you're on fumes. So there's no way we could have won four. I don't know. I don't bet against Jordan, nigga. I don't know. And and like I said, when he was with the Wizards, yo, he still averaged twenty points. Yeah, but and he went it, he went it a young Kevin Garnett, Dirk Nowitzki, Paul Pierce, Jerry Stackhouse, uh, Grant Hill. He was killing them dudes at forty. Look at the highlights. Go to YouTube. He was killing them young boys. So I don't bet against Mike. I just think you know, and I know Michael Jordan and Patrick Ewing are close friends, and I'm just going. That's got to eat it, Patrick. Like, motherfucker, the only reason I didn't win was because of you. You just stood in my way. And then, you know, they played the Rockets and Akeem beat them. Well, do you think uh, Charles Oakley is more mad? Because Oakley was with the Bulls and they traded him to uh, right. New York. And right. then, so now, and they brought Cartwright over. Right. So Cartwright's winning championships. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's, it's, the NBA is funny, though. It is because you can. It's only the amount of players are smaller. You know right. what I mean? It's not like a, a baseball is more players, right. football more players. So it's it's easy to do these little move them around, these right. little Rubik's cubes things. Yeah, 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 that. yeah. Um, before we get off this topic, uh, I wanted to ask you because uh, as we were watching the hundred greatest greatest games NFL, they brought up the Tampa Bay whatever Super Bowl where Whitney Houston yeah sings an sang the anthem. And I, I never, I never had seen the crowd's reaction, and there were grown dudes crying, yeah, uh, because she sang it so beautifully. And it was just a quick reminder to me that whether it's music, whether it's acting, whether it's sports, whatever genre of of entertainment you're giving the public, that's the it factor. When people go, "What is it?" When you make people feel what you're doing, yeah, to the point of tears. That's a different level of talent. But she, that, that, and the other thing though, and, and this, I, I may be looking at it too much, but 
she was singing in a in an arena, like a right. stadium. Stadium, which is huge. Right. You know how hard it is to connect with people. What we do, even in a, in a room, yeah. and you got to connect with these people in the room. And you but can it's see intimate. Them. What we do, yeah. And you can see them. You can right. see. You can still see even in the back right. of the room. You can still see these people. Right. She can't see those people, and she has to. That voice was powerful, man. And catch all those people. Powerful. One of the great. One of one of the greatest, if not the greatest, female vocalist of all time. I think that moment. At the, is, is the greatest moment as a female vocalist. Of, maybe as a vocalist of all right. times. Just because, like I just said, to get that emotion, to hit all those people in that crowd, to get it on TV, the voice, the sound, the, right. everything about that was... Right. And you, and we, we brought up... Uh, uh, well, I was going to ask like, you. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, who had the best version of... And I know sometimes niggas could overdo it with the anthem. Uh, one of my favorite jokes is Tommy Davidson as he sings the anthem and he says... Uh, Oh, say, can you see? I'm talking 2020 vision. Like, it's just, <laughs> just black people, we always add extra spice. But, <clears throat> excuse me, I was going to ask you, whose version is sexier? I shouldn't use the word sexy because that, that it is, that gives it, well, there's only, it's, yeah. Whose version is better, Whitney Houston or Marvin Gaye? See, and I, and I said to you, that that's tough, but I, I would give it to Whitney because of how she had, what, how she did it. Right. In, in that stadium. Right. In that moment, on live TV, there's no, there's no going back. Right. You miss anything, you're done. Right. And, and the Super Bowl has the most people watching it all across the world. Yeah. Other than some soccer games. Right. Uh, and that, I don't know. I think, I think the moment. I thought right. her moment was is bigger, so I, I'd right. probably give it to her. Here's what we got in the crock pot. Uh, upon request, a lot of people said. They wanted us to touch on the Gail and Oprah thing. Um, your thoughts? Oh, you're just going to throw me out there like that? Hey, we coming to get you, bitch. What do you call her? You, you foul mouth. Husky, come get you. <laughs> uh, that was old Snoop. I, 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 rather, I really want to get your opinion first because, first of all, no, okay, I'll, 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 I'll throw out there first. Um, I was confused. In what sense? I was confused at the aggravation. I could just hear some of the people right now. Of course you were. (laughs) I was confused at the aggravation that went towards Gail because, and this is this is my this is the point that I would make. Um, she didn't ask any questions that weren't being asked already, and I know uh, I can always hear black people say black people weren't asking those questions. This the point was the questions were being asked. And who, if the questions are going to be asked, who would you rather have asking those questions and to whom? Lisa Leslie, who's a, more than like a very, a, was a close friend of Kobe's. They had a relationship. She knew him. Gail, also, who uh, has gone through many things in life. Black woman, having another conversation with a black woman. This is a woman's time right now that we're going through. And that's where mm-hmm. these questions were coming from and why they were coming. Who would you who would you feel that the question was going to be asked anyway? So wouldn't you want in the black community who who was enraged about it, not the whole I But you do understand why they I were do enraged. understand, but but All right. but who else would you rather have if it was the questions are going to be asked anyway? Wouldn't you want it? Because white America gets questions asked by white Americans to other white Americans in the safety of white America. 
this was a moment where there was questions that were going to be asked. They were going to be asked regardless. Right. And you had two black women talking about it. One who did, you know, she went a little further when she went back the second time and goes, but you wouldn't see that. Okay. But she asked the question. She asked the question to someone who knew Kobe, knew Kobe who he was as a human, as a person. And she shut it down. I don't think that you could have asked for more than that because if you noticed that white America question about Kobe went away. Well, here's the bigger question. Why did that question need to be asked at all? It didn't need to be asked. So there, but we, it was, we, but, did, we but, stop but right it was there. being asked. But it shouldn't have been. Someone first, had, first of all, okay, let's just play with that. Even if you wanted to ask that question, could the timing have been any worse? No, but the were, man hasn't even been buried yet. I, I, he, he has, I'm not disagreeing. The, with the body that. is still got temperature to it. Why would you ask that? Now? I'm not even disagreeing with what you're saying, but it was being asked. And I brought it up on, the, uh, I think, on one of the other podcasts. Right. Yeah, on the last one that we did, where the. The, the reporter from ESPN felt the need to say, well, we'll never really... Yeah, we know. We know because it was settled. It was settled. It was done. It was paid. It was done. Right. So I don't... This The women's movement feeling that they might... Uh, the Me Too movement needing an answer. I, I, I didn't understand. The answers were already done. We had already played that part. That was a part right. of his past life. Um he was never uh, convicted. There was plenty of evidence showing that he should have never have even been. Uh, th- that's why it wasn't ever brought up. That's why right. it was closed. There was a civil suit, which anybody can do a civil suit against anybody. I can see you right now. I could sue you for farting in my microphone. <laughs> I mean, we could. I mean, if we wanted. This is the case of quarterback is toast. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was actually, that is right. the episode too. So, uh, it, no, it didn't need to be asked, but it was being asked. And it got right. shut down after that. As it should have been, and but who did you who would you rather shut it? I thought there was two people when I watched the real, the whole interview and when it wasn't spliced together. So when you say who would you rather, you mean to some extent wouldn't you wouldn't it be best to have a, a woman like Gail who's black versus a white person asking a white person going back and forth and she let and gave Lisa Les- I'm gonna tell you what here's the uproar. I would have rather a white person ask because that wouldn't have been a surprise. A black woman asking, again, why are we tearing each other down? Why do black people, and I know why, because we're conditioned that way. There's no reason, like Bill Bellamy said in his post, or I think it was Ricky Smiley, it was one of them, I think it was Bill Bellamy, but he said, she's got, Gail has got to have a mother, an aunt, uh, somebody in her family, if her grandmother was still alive, a grandmother to pull her aside and go, "Uh uh-uh. You don't do that. You, you, you don't, you don't, b- black men have already been torn down and continue to be torn down in America by them. We don't need to do that. We don't need to tear down our own. That's not our place. But we do it because we're conditioned that way. And again, I know this sounds like, you know, old, old hat, whatever. But these are the effects of slavery. So when white people, y'all tell us to get over it, this is where this comes from. This is a long legacy and tradition of slavery, pitting one against the other, light-skinned blacks better than dark-skinned blacks, house niggas better than field niggas. Black people have been mentally conditioned to tear each other down. It's why I, 
I, I, I'm so adamant about, please, black people, for the love of God, for the love of our race, for the unity of our people, stop saying Obama didn't do shit for black people. Even if you truly believe that, which, again, is insane. And I don't want to get on a tangent about that because I've, I've done it so many times. But even if you believe it in your heart, let me present to you Exhibit A. This dude, what's his name? Uh, Stone. Stone. Stone yeah. Trump's guy got sentenced three years in prison. Trump has already alluded to the fact that he's going to give him a pardon. It's 40 months. Okay. Going to give him a pardon. Trump was impeached. These right-wing white men acquitted him. Trump committed treason. He committed a crime. He betrayed his country, and he fucked with our democracy. He was impeached, and he was acquitted acquitted by these right-wing white men. Now here's Trump's buddy Stone who's also been convicted, and he's going to get a pardon from his white friend, the president. These white folks stick together. You mean they didn't stench? No, they didn't stench. Snitch. Stitch? No. These white folks <laughs> stick together. Why the fuck can't we? If white folks, some white folks, and these right-wing white men, these political right-wing white men, can look out after their own, despite Trump's obvious imperfections, why can't we stand behind Obama despite his? I don't get it. And that's what the uproar was. Gail King and Oprah are playing the mammy roles. And they're, and they're, and they're, and they're tearing down, like when Oprah was going to go after Russell Simmons, and then because of the heat she caught, she retracted. Like, bitch, go after Harvey Weinstein. Go after Matt Lauer. Go after these white dudes. Why are you tearing down the brothers? Now, I can hear some people say, yo, man, if they did what they did, wrong is wrong. And, and they should be handled accordingly. But if that's the case, let somebody white hold the whip. Don't whip your own. But Oprah, you're using Oprah, she has a responsibility to women as well. Not just to black women, but women. Does she? She feels she does. I say community first. You know, I, I'm not going to tell you which way you feel that you should you should look at it. Like you said, if, if it's wrong, it's wrong. I I really thought, looking at it, and again, as obviously as an outsider in what we're talking about right now, that I saw two black women handling a situation that was being created by white America. Because only white women at this point had talked about it. And right. I watched two black women talk about it and shut it down. So as far as from an outsider, I was like, that's the way that made sense that it was handled that way. And that it was done. And it was over. Because had it not been that done that way, it would still be on ESPN where, where they were bringing it up. Right. That's my only. That's my only take out of it, and that's why I didn't feel the same way uh, as Snoop did, because um, he was he was heated. Everybody was heated. Yeah, everybody was heated because again, it this just happened, right? And and, and it's like you know, the, the, listen as we said in, in the Kobe episode, I didn't know how much I felt Kobe till this. Nope, I did not. You either. know what I mean? So it was like, damn, you know, what's you doing, Gail? What are you doing? But she ended it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and listen, here's what's funny about Snoop. And, and, and listen, 
you shouldn't condone violence. So let you know. But I I felt like I saw old Snoop and then <laughs> the recant was the new Snoop. Because when you're doing songs with Katy Perry and Willie Nelson and, and, and the, the shows with Martha Stewart. And the Dunkin' Donuts commercials. And the Dunkin' Donuts. And Snoop is such a mainstream brand now that he had to do that. I don't know that Dr. Dre 187 murder was the case that they gave me Snoop would have apologized. Because he was so hood, and he hadn't crossed over yet, and he was still in niggerdom, a hundred percent. But do you think maybe he might have listened to it a little bit more and and got what they were? I, th- I think I think he be- I think he believed in his feelings. I think he stands by his feelings, but he had to, you know. He had to apologize because you know. But okay, he's, he's a brand now. It's it's a it's corporate. It's corporate now because you you keep bringing up feelings, right? So as feelings, and it was still raw because it was so new and fresh. Right. And like you said, people are barely in the ground. There's there's a, there's also family. There's a daughter that was lost in this, and there was right. the, all the families that were on the helicopter. So it is very raw at that moment, right. and feelings are a big deal. So when you hear that, your immediate reaction is feelings. Yes. You don't think looking back at it a few days later, if you look back at it right now and you remove some of the feelings from it, you don't go, well, they did. It did end that. She didn't throw it out to, uh, she didn't go to uh, a a group of people like oppressed women and and try to interview them. She interviewed Kobe's friend and she got a real answer. And Lisa Leslie, the other thing that doesn't get talked about because everybody says, uh, you know, is mad at Gail. Lisa Leslie handled that like a champ. Absolutely. And shut it down. Absolutely. And it's over. Can you, the rage, the outrage would have been even more so if Lisa fell for the bait. Because then it would have been like, look at these two black women. But you keep saying this bait. What if it was to end the argument? Listen, but, she, but she did what she was supposed to do. She did. And Gail did what she was supposed to do as an interviewer and got it ended. I, I, I understand uh, listen, I no, understand no, 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 your no, 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 no. as well. If Lisa Leslie hadn't ended it, let's say Lisa Leslie fell for the bait. Gail would have kept going. She would have dug deeper. It would have got worse. But because Lisa ended it, she had nowhere else to go. She had nowhere else to go. Okay, but it ended. I, I, I understand what you mean. I'm just saying I saw the outcome of right. what, what happened, and I was like, that was handled. That's the best that's, the best that's ever going to be handled. Moral, moral of the story, children, uh, and I stick to this. Again, wrong is wrong. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not condoning wrong. But when, when it's wrong and it's time for punishment to be handed out, this is the one time I'll go, let the white folks handle it. But you don't no, know. We don't need to do this. We don't need to whip each other. Oh, we don't know if they had a, a pre-interview conversation. We don't know if they had already talked about how this was going to go. No, no, they didn't. They didn't. How do you know? Because I've done enough interviews to know that if she had done a pre, Leslie would have shut it down so it didn't even get asked. You could tell... But you could tell that was raw, that was fresh off the off the fresh on the plate, that was served fresh, that was hot, that okay. wasn't pre cooked. But even as the question and as she went in for more and she said, "But Lisa, you wouldn't know," right. and then she was able to answer that. I, I I know right now it's fresh and it was hot and it was heated, but long term, I think it served Kobe better. Long term. I don't think it had any effect at all. I, I, I do because it, it, it wasn't, it, you don't see it on, on TV anymore. You don't see it. And it was still going on to that very day. 
Right. And I haven't heard no noise about it since then. Right. So Well, I think sometimes when people come in numbers strong, you know, they know how to shut shit down. And I and I think that was one of those times where black folks just went, nah, fuck that. Okay. And and shut it down. And when you said what did you say? Sometimes you gotta stick with the culture? Right. You don't think it did something for the culture? Yeah, I mean, it was a good look for us to, to show yeah. unity. And I'm glad you brought up that word culture because uh, when I had a while back sent out my post about Barack and about the Rush Limbaugh thing and him getting the Medal of Freedom and all of that, somebody wrote, and I loved, I loved the way he said it when he was also agreeing with me about Barack Obama and black people and what he's done for black people. He said, Barack was the president of the country, yeah. not the culture. Yeah. And that's something I wish black people understood. The ones that say, that, that say what did he do for us? If, if Barack Obama had set an agenda, and I, again, let me stop because I don't want to get on this. But if Barack Obama had set an agenda to go, I'm looking out for niggas. And I'm going to do it so that, you know, hey, I'm the black president, so I got to look out. He was under a microscope. They were waiting for him to do that. He had to be strategic. It's his chess, not checkers. He, and he couldn't do it. He was the president of the culture, of the country, not the culture. And again, whether it's the health care or whether it's I would, and this is where I'm not politically uh, savvy like D.L. Hewley. But again, of all his accomplishments, black people benefited from those. So what the fuck did you want the nigga to do? Pay your rent? No. Black people benefited. They got health care. The way he was able to, I forget what it was called, something about black college people, fees. Black people didn't get health care. America got health care. Black people are Americans, ain't they? Yeah, but it's important, what you just said earlier, he was the president of all people. Right. So black people didn't get health care. All Americans got health care. That's, that's a tricky white shit. No, no, nigga. that's not. You, you know what I mean. You, you, you I know. know you, I, we're saying the same thing. I know thing. what you mean. But, we're saying the same but, thing. But what I'm saying is, it, it, it's bigger. It's bigger than that. Everything he did was bigger. Than I know. That. We're saying. The I'm proud. No, but I'm proud of him as a president. Absolutely. Because not only that. Who? Listen. Let's just let's let's, let's go backwards. Potato, in time. potato, no, nigga. But, but we're saying the same thing. Yeah, we are. But let's go backwards in time. Uh, we have this dude who's our president right now, right? Biff. Yeah, okay, and he's embarrassing as hell when he goes out and talks out outside right. of the, He's embarrassing in this country. Then you go outside the country and you talk. Right. Then before that, you had. Uh, uh, then we had Barack, and he yeah. was great. And then you had uh, uh, Bush. Right. He wasn't. He was kind of embarrassing when he spoke. Well, compared to this motherfucker, he's great. Well, wait, wait. But then, and then you had Bill Clinton. Yeah, and he got what is is is, and he's different. And then you had uh, you had uh, the other Bush. Right. He spoke well, but he had no character. Right. And Reagan, people are going to hate when I say Reagan. Reagan was the last person that oh, when he spoke, but he was an actor. He knew right. how to he knew how to do right. his thing. I was listening to um, Bloomberg, who's running. He has all those commercials. Oh, on. this motherfucker! He has all those commercials. As well, <laughs> and he right. uses Obama in every commercial. Right. And every time I hear it, and I, and I think, man, listen, why why isn't someone who speaks like that representing me right now? Why isn't that what that just? I want right. someone intelligent in the office. I want someone who uses words. Right. I want someone who makes me feel like when when we go when our, our our presence is around the world that I don't feel like I feel with this dude that's in the office right now. Right, your pres the president is supposed to make you feel like he's smarter than you. I would hope not, not that you're on the same level. No, uh, you know because uh, he used a good word is smart. 
Smart's a good word because because uh, Trump is uh, I want, uh, he's savvy. You know what Trump is? This is what Trump is. Uh, the way he does things, the way he got out of things, the way he goes right. through. You ever fish? Do you ever go fishing? No, I'm no? a Negro. Well, I was taught to fish by a black dude. So uh, them one Negroes. Is, yeah, it, it was, was in Texas. It, it was in them, Texas. Them as ex-slaves. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. Just, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. When you go fishing and you, you cast your reel out and, yeah. and you pull it in, you can't. You have to. The, the fish, the old, the smart fish. They, right. they, they, I'm not using smart. Savvy fish sucks the the bait in, but doesn't bite it because it wants to check to see. Right. And and you think you have it, so you try to pull it, and, and the fish goes away. Right. Because they're savvy. They're not smart. Right. Then that's Trump. He just fucks with you a little bit. He's, the reason you guys aren't get, get catching Trump, the reason, and when I say you guys, I didn't mean black folks. I meant people trying to get right. him. The reason they're not catching him is because they're not getting him. They think they got him. Well, his supporters bite down on the hook. Yeah, but they think they got him. Right. Because the reason they didn't get him right now, they should have. They could have got him on this last one with the, with the whole uh, um, holding the money back. Right. But they were so excited to get him. And they were going to publish the article in the Times magazine. Right. And so he, he releases the money because he knows that article's coming out in the Times magazine. And the guy who's supposed to send out the money doesn't mm. even know there was ever a hold on the money. So you can't even prove that the best thing they could have done was not say anything. Let him hold back yeah, the money. Yeah, it sounds a lot like crook behavior. Let him hold back the money. Let him hold back the money. And then you have your proof. This dude sucks the bait in, just touches a little bit. And then, yeah, that doesn't feel right. And he spits right. it out. That's why no one's catching this dude. He's a smart fish. We have to move on. But I, there's, there's other reasons why. There's a, the biggest reason why they're not catching this dude is because they don't want to catch him. Well, some people right, don't want to catch right him. Right-wing white men. Some people don't want to catch him. Exactly. So that's, and, and because they support him, I support mine. Speaking of feelings, um, you know, I did this Tammy Mack show, uh, and I talked about God and religion and what I, you know, my beliefs. Apparently, the Israelites want my ass. Really? Somebody sent me a, 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 a I can't find it now, but I, I fucking, I think I deleted it. Somebody sent me a link where basically, long story short, the Israelites, some of the comments were, my head should be decapitated. Uh, and I'm a traitor and I'm lost. And they were pissed at me. And there was a lot of violent. Uh, For what, though? What are they pissed at you about? Because I said that I didn't believe in God and I questioned God. And, and here's my thing. This proves my point about how insane religion is. It's amazing how the religious people talk about acts of violence and denounce you and curse you out. But doesn't that go against the whole theory of brotherly love and Godism and religion and, and peace to man? So come on, man. Y'all just proved my fucking point. Well, it's the same. Take off the goddamn Pirates of the Caribbean costumes, nigga. Because your message is not getting through because you niggas look insane. You know, but Can, that's, oh, I'm getting some emails. But that's what religion does to people. Those religious religious people are the same people that fight for the anti-abortion laws, right? And then they go and kill abortion doctors. So it's all it's like hypocrisy, you know. So you you fight for the you fight for kids not to be aborted, but then when kids don't when they arrive and don't have a good place to be and they, they turn to crime and then they, they, they it, you hurt somebody, kill somebody, right. that's the person you want to put on death row. Right. It, it, none of this makes sense. Right. Um, 
So yeah, I, I just wanted to mention that because uh, there's bigger fish we gotta fry. Uh, I still want to. I want to know more about this. I'm gonna look up the. Yeah, I do. I was trying to find it, I, and I couldn't. I put in. But they Israelites had your name. Ver- yes, they had Israelites versus Aries. I was looking for that, and it was crazy because first they 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 actually showed a snippet of my clip and what I said, and then after about a minute, whoever the guy is, this Israelite comes on. Brother, peace be brother, but brother, brother, he says a little something. This, and then he goes in on me. And this lost brother fool and do 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 do. I, I, I was killing myself trying to find it. Um, so, Dwayne Wade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the way you said it right now. Dwayne I'm not laughing Wade. at the way, just the way you said um, it. You know, you know who Lil Boozy is? Yeah. Okay. Lil Boozy was under attack. Because of his feelings and what he said about D Wade, and he was actually—I saw another thing where Twenty Four Hour Fitness kicked him out. They kicked him out of the gym. Said he—they killed his membership because of his comments. I don't know if there's a lawsuit there, but it sounds like one. But let's get right to it. This is the clip. Are you going to play the? Yes, from Lil Boozy. Uh, And then I want to know your thoughts on it. So let me play this clip uh, from Lil Boozy. Uh, where he's talking about D Wade's son, and I want to get your feedback, Andy. I'm gonna let you address. You're going too fucking far, dog. That is a male, a twelve year old, and twelve. They don't even know. They don't even know what their next meal gonna be. They don't. They don't have shit figured out yet. He might meet a, a, a woman, anything at sixteen, and fall in love with her. But his dick be gone. How you gonna? Like, bro, that's it's, it's, you going too far, dog. Don't cut his dick off, bro. Like, I gotta say something about this shit. Dwayne Wade, you going too fucking far. Okay. Okay, so so first question. Is he wrong? Is Dwayne Wade going too far? Well, I haven't heard Dwayne Wade said he wants to cut off any dicks. Well, no, he said he supports his son's son's decision to be transgender. You can be transgender without having the surgery. Okay, but let's say he's supporting the surgery. Is he going too far? Man, there, this is such a complicated question. Here we go. No, here's, here's why I say it's a complicated question. I agree with him. He's 12 years old. He shouldn't be, he shouldn't be getting surgery. Not at 12, but here's, here's, here's where it gets complicated. This is why it gets complicated, because this becomes a medical issue as well. Right. At 12 years old, do you know? I don't know that you know. I know that uh, for people that when you're straight, and you gotta, you gotta put yourself in this in this idea of what I'm about to say. When you're straight, and uh, let, let me let me make it, I, I can make it a little racial too to make it this Uh-oh. way. Yeah, um, it's hard for white people to see the black person's opinion or experience because they know what it's like to grow up in this world that works white for them. Yeah, right. And so it's hard because you just assume it works that way for everybody. Yes. Okay. So when you're, when you're a straight person and you live in life as a straight person, when you're 12, you don't have to think about liking girls if you're a guy or girls liking boys if they're, you know, for a, a, a heterosexual relationship because it's set up that way. We already are set up that way. Television pictures, for the most part, when you watch TV, it's, it's the couples are male and female. Everything mm-hmm. is regular. So you don't think about it. So people who are living in this world right now and thinking about – uh, trans and the way or, or, or homosexuality, you're thinking about it from a perspective, especially if you're 
a person of color, you're thinking about it from a perspective as a white person thinks about America. It's set up that way. You don't understand how it works any other way because that's the way it works for you. So as 12 years old, if you weren't straight and you say you're 12, but you may know because you go out and you watch on TV, you go, that doesn't look like the life that I have in my head. That doesn't feel right to me. That isn't the same for me. So that is possible. I don't know because I grew up straight and I have to understand that someone may feel completely different because we had kids in our school in junior high that we thought were gay and they turned out to be gay because they had, they, they, it was a decision that was made. The reason the trans thing is so much harder is because if you wait till after you uh, go through puberty and you want to trans, you trans, you are a male specific body. And when you trans, and if you do the full procedure, you are a man becoming a woman, you still have the male body, the male bone structure, because you went through puberty. If you do it before, this is why I'm saying it's so complicated, then you can actually be a female with a female bone structure because you haven't gone through puberty. So now, but do I think that you can make those decisions? I can't make those decisions. I can't say that that 12-year-old knows because I don't know him. But this is his dad, and his dad knows him. Well, it's his dad, and his dad is going to be 100% supportive. Um, well, let me play devil's advocate for a second, because I had a guy who wrote it and said, and just like Boozy's point is, if you do it, and it, he's going just going through a phase, then he decides he, he's not that. Now he can't have kids because you lopped his dick off. So That's a hell of a but, phase, but, 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 though, to but, go through. Well, here's what I was going to say. So the dude hits me, and he goes... <clears throat> hey man, I knew at six years old I like pussy. I knew he doesn't know yet, and I'm going. Well, wait a minute. If you knew what you liked, how come he can't know what, what he, he likes? likes? So I don't know that it's a phase. If that's who he is, if that's what he likes, there it is. Um, but and I would I would imagine that a lot of gay people and transgender people would say just that. We know. We know. It's not a phase. Um, so I think little Boozy is speaking from a place that a heterosexual person would speak from and go, you don't know. It's a phase. You could grow out of it, which is always feels like a deterrent to don't be gay. You don't know. You're going through something. Give it a, give it a chance you to come out of this. When it's like, no, there is no chance. This is who and what I am. I, I, I got to kind of believe that that is a possibility because, like I said, you only know from your perspective. And your perspective is, if you're straight, is a very in, – in, in the world that we live in, it's a very straight world. So you're looking at it, and everything's set up for you to be straight. So you know – you don't even – you just – it feels it, – you don't have to think about being straight. It just is because that's where we live. Right. I think that if a kid want, comes out like this – and goes through this process, they have to have a pretty good idea. No one's going to want who who wants to be the guy that's turning into a girl in front right. of everybody at this at this time in life when you're looking right. for acceptance. Now, I get the other side of it though too. Do you know we made a lot of decisions? Could would you would you want to be held accountable for all your decisions you made at 12 years old? Right. I don't know, man. This is a hard one, and I don't think we have the answers for it. You know, I uh, I sent out a post, and Lord knows I've caught in. Uh, some flack, uh, mainly from women, of course, even though a, a lot of women agree with me 
and and understood where I was coming from. And on the post, uh, and that, this was actually a picture. It says D Wade shows off his perfect pedicure with freshly painted toes, and he's got on an ankle bracelet, and his toenails are painted cherry red. And then I said, you know, maybe I'm just a dinosaur with caveman thinking, but are there any real men left? I'm all for self-expression and being different, and maybe this is the clean Eastwood in me. But what woman wants a man who she, who, who she can share toenail polish with or they both can go out and wear pants so tight that they both expose and they baby making pieces? I'm sorry, but at the end of the day, I'm just a 90s era jeans wearing, tequila drinking, weed, cigarette smoking, puffing, carnivore eating, fart blowing holes in my drawers, having pizza crust crumbs in my bed sleeping, Charles Bronson action movie watching pornographic flick, collecting, eating lemon pepper hot wings off my bare chest, and using nudie magazine pictures for napkins, man. Rest in peace, manhood. And a lot of women hit me up and was like, what's the definition of a man? You know, well, well, how, who are you to define what a real man is? And the one girl who I was going back and forth with, this dude finally jumped in and he goes, because she asked him the same question. Well, since Aries can't tell me, you tell me, what's the definition of a man? He said, it's not my job to define what a man is for you. That's your father's job. And it's like we live in such a moist ass, please let's care about everybody's sensitivity era that people were not getting what I was saying. I'm not downplaying, you know, metrosexual, whatever you want to do, express yourself behavior. I'm just saying, why can't men be men anymore without being under attack? It feels like we have to be apologetic. We got to walk on eggshells. What happened to being able to be a man? You want, uh, you want- I, 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 I just, I, I just, Listen, I get pedicures twice a month, and I say it proudly. But I don't get, and I know some dudes do. They get that shiny, clear shit on their toes, so their toenails look like patent leather. That to me is too much. I, I get my toes done. I don't wear nothing shiny. I damn sure ain't wearing no colors. I just don't think men should do feminine things. So, and I'm gonna give you the floor. Go ahead, go ahead. But if 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 you're gonna try to defend to me. Men wearing toenail polish, colored toenail polish. If you're going to defend to me men wearing damn near blouses and certain outfits that are feminine, then why not? Why stop there? Let's start wearing G-strings. Let's start wearing bras. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Go ahead. Some men do wear, like, G-string things. Like, what you mean? They, they wear, like, uh, those... Like Speedos, trucks. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's well, pretty close. That's gay. <laughs> Here's here's why. I'm going to tell you why. I've spent a little time thinking about this. This is why. Because uh, men were the the people went out and and, uh, hunter-gatherers, and women were the what? What what do they call the women in that same scenario? Women. The bitches. Caveman days. Oh, oh, the the bitches. Okay. So there you go. Right. (laughs) No, I'm going to give it to you. I'll even give it to you that way. (laughs) So we have hunter-gatherers and bitches, right? Yes. Okay. Um, And... Throughout the years, there was, you know, like the cavemen, and right. then we, we grow, and we make societies, and then they were still rough, and we protected women, and right. uh, the bitches. Uh, the we bitches, protected, yes. Protected the bitch. and, and so we did all that, and we got to this point where we're in the world right now. Where, how, do, do, are you a hunter-gatherer? 
Or yes. You, you are. You, you don't go to Safeway or whatever grocery store you have by you and pick up the food and bring it home? Yeah, I hunt. That's hunting. Well, so, but your woman in your life can do the same thing. Yeah. And we all go, and, 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 and we all go to work. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. I do it now because I live alone. But if, when, my, when I have my baby moms living with me, absolutely I don't go to the store. So you're not the hunter anymore. Right. You're the gatherer. Well, you gather the money. I'm you the, gather the money. Yes, I'm the hunter from that. I go out and make the you're money. You're the gatherer. That's gathering. You're gathering money so someone else can go bring home the, 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 the bounty. The, 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 okay. 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 So our, our roles are changing. Women go to work, so they don't need that money. They don't need you to go to the grocery store for them right. because you're not going out and hunting it. You're not protecting it. The protection is different. So we're entering a world where we're, we're on an equal plane, and if we're on an equal plane, the adjustment for women has been happening for years. The adjustment for men, you know, I know this sounds crazy, but um, women look good because we make them look good. We, not we make them. They want it to look. I would think they that, want to look good. For themselves. But here's what they'll say now. Yeah. Ain't got nothing to do with no man. Right. I'm looking good for myself. Bullshit. Yes, you are, but you also looking good because you know looking good attracts us. Okay. So men want to look good for women though too. Because they want so there's these all these products. You know, you, you do you use uh, Axe uh, body, body spray? Yeah. yeah. Dude, I never did. Which which by the way, uh they need to stop that with that false advertisements. Talking about the pheromones. And the products will get bitches, nigga. It's not working. No. But when I grew up, we didn't have that shit. For Pheromones. That. You know, we is, had is we, money. We had Right Guard, right? And we had Men and Speed Stick. My Men and yeah, Old Spice. Old Spice, Brute by Fabergé. Thank you, you cheap motherfuckers. Go ahead. That's what we had. Right. We didn't have this, so this has been happening for a long period of time. So what I'm trying to say is, before we had hundreds together, and you said bitches. Sometimes now the man, still a man, is the bitch. And that's what I'm saying. That shouldn't ever be. But if the relationship it works. It shouldn't ever be. Okay, I'm, I'm, and I'm not, I don't want to say that I'm calling this person a bitch, but I'm going to, but I'm going to use someone that you're going to know because it's, right. they're in our industry. Greg yes. Proops. You know Greg? Greg? Proops. Sounds familiar. The, the comic, Greg. Yeah, glasses. Buddy, Buddy, Holly, glasses. Buddy Holly glasses. Yeah, and he does all the, uh, he, he does the um, improv shows. All yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Have you ever hung out with him at all? Never. Dude, very free. I'm going to say free. Feminine? Very. I'm not going to say feminine. I'm just going to say very free, very expressive. Is he gay? No, straight. He's fucking me. He has a wife. Every, he's one of the most normal. Yeah. But he, he lives. He isn't being held by the idea of what a man is supposed to be. He's enjoying his life as someone who goes to loves music. Goes to rock concerts. He found another his partner, his girl, his woman is loves the same thing. Okay, 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 okay. You know what? I, I'll, I'll rock with you a little bit because here's what happened. I was at the grocery store, right? Uh, I bought certain items, and then I always do this. I, I buy candles, and I had bought a winterberry and fruit candle, and I'm, I'm a big candle guy because I like. I, I, I'm not like most dudes where dudes are messy. Dudes, like I've heard horror stories. Comics hang out on the road or have lived with other comics. Fucking dirty, filthy, food plates, dishes everywhere. I'm a cleanly dude. I, I get my, I get a maid comes clean my house twice a month. I get pedicures. I like candles, incense. I like that shit. I like a sm- a good smelling house. 
So, like, and I'm going to quote Cat Williams. I buy Alizé, not because I like Alizé, because the bitches do. So, when a woman feels comfortable, her shoes come off. Her socks come off. Her drawers get loose. Her brassiere comes off. The more comfortable the bitch feels in your surroundings, she could see herself going, I could see myself sleeping here. So, some of it is strategic, obviously. Not just me liking it. So I'm, I'm loading my shit on the, the beltway. And this white dude is with his white wife. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying white, but they were white. I'm just, you know, not to cut <laughs> So she sees and she goes, oh, and here's what happened. I had seven items. They had like 100. So I said, yo, can I go in front of y'all? I only got seven. She goes, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So the candle is the last thing I load. And I did it on purpose. I turned the candle so that she could see the label because she was watching me put my shit up. And she goes, Mm, I'm surprised you're buying that. Winter berry scented candles. I'm impressed. And I said, well, you know, it's all about making women feel comfortable. But in my head, I went, I know, bitch. I know what I'm doing. I'm nice with this. So, you know, as far as the, that part of, if you want to call it feminine, yeah, okay, fine. But my thing is, when you go, what defines a man? I don't think we should ever play outside our biological, biological is fine. Natural. I don't know what the next word is, but who we are biologically. That's what you are, which means it comes with certain traits, certain behavior, a certain thought pattern. And it's like now if you, you, you're supposed to go outside of that. And, and, and if you don't stick to, I hate to say caveman, but that biological way, you're, you're, an, you're, you're a villain now. You're, 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 an, you're, you're homophobic. It's almost like, that's why I say I feel like real men are under attack. We're homophobic if we don't agree. We're homophobic if we don't do this metrosexual shit. I don't think you have to do the metrosexual shit. I don't think anything, I don't think that's required. And I think that the, what that man said in that email thread was a really good, de- I don't need to define what a man is to you. That's right. your father's job. But I think our fathers also define what men were to us as well. And when we look at it that way, what we allow as ourselves and what we're open to should be fine as long as, like what you just said, if it doesn't cross over to what you're uncomfortable with, why wouldn't you want the other people in your life to be comfortable? I think women assume what we mean or what I mean is, yeah, man, man ain't supposed to cry. You a faggot if you cry. Oh, that's so macho bullshit. No, I'm not saying that. Cry. I don't think there's anything wrong with a man crying. You ain't human. Shit hurts. Pain. Suffering. Feelings. So I'm not talking about Neanderthal shit. I'm just again saying, God damn. Your jeans ain't supposed to show you the imprint of your thigh muscles. But but you, you brought up his toes because you saw his toes. Yeah. And they were painted. Dude, when you get that pedicure, you're paying for the pain on the toes anyway. Whether you get it or not, you paid for it. Okay. So what if he's sitting there and she's going, I'm getting the red one. What color are you going to get? And he just goes, give me the red one. What difference does it make? Does it change him as a man? Yes. Why? Because this, this, it's, not, it's not man shit. But it why, didn't, you, why are you walking around with your toes cherry red? It didn't do anything to him, though. It didn't make him do anything. It didn't put any, anything else on him. Let me, can I, can, if I may, let me read this uh, back and forth from this guy, Von, Von Panty. Uh, I said to him. Uh, That's his real name? 
V O M P A N T T I, Vom Panty. That's a great name. <laughs> he goes, Toxic masculinity is not hashtag real manhood. Sorry, man. I said, What makes it toxic? He goes, Let me Google that for you, my friend. To refer to certain cultural norms that are associated with harm to society and to men themselves. Traditional stereotypes of men as socially dominant, along with related traits such as misogyny and homophobia, can be considered toxic due in part to their promotion of violence, including sexual assault and domestic violence. So when you try to push other men down by emphasizing that real men only watch action movies while eating hot wings and wiping them greasy fingers on a page of porn mag. That makes it toxic. Or funny. That, that too. But good for you, man. Thanks for the answer. Luckily, we don't live in the 90s anymore, and these things are getting more attention. To which I responded, well, back up a second, bearded one, because he got a long beard. Based on that definition, did I promote any kind of violence or homophobia? Nope. I just simply said that doing girly things is not manlike. If you think it's okay for a dude to paint his toenails cherry red, then why stop there? Why not wear a G-string too? Actual men are under attack for being men because we now live in a society that is so moist and sensitive to people's feelings that just because you oppose certain actions, you're looked at as a, as a villain. And I don't subscribe to that. To which he responded, and this is his last, our last exchange, you're looked at as a villain because these certain actions are trying to push other men down. Like, for example, just because I'm a vegetarian and two, a nurse, would you say that Say that just because of those points, I can't be a real man. Now, the comedian in me goes, you faggot. But the real person in me goes, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But that's coming from his own insecurities. Okay, good note. Put a pin in that. So when you push your agenda on this real, quotation marks, manhood, I should feel bad about not eating this masculine food? What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. Or because I work in a profession that has been done by mainly women throughout history. Why is it so important to push away from these narrow frames? It's because it's uh, push away from these narrow frames. It's because it only will end up on having mental issues on us men. Again, your problem. That is the reason toxic masculinity has got more space on the news. And we don't know if D. Wade was just showing support to his son. Now, did I say anything? That fell under the context of what he was saying? No, but it can feel that way to people, especially Well, people, fuck your feelings! Especially the people that are sensitive. And oh. obviously, he's very sensitive to the fact that this was... He's I love when you job. say sensitive, because I can hear the sensitive... But he's being very... And listen, I'm happy that he's a nurse. A nurse is a great job. No, and that's no problem! But he, but he, obviously, he brought up that it's a job that only women have done for ages, and now he's... So obviously, he has that that stigma. Right. And other people have put that on him. Right. So everybody else's version of toxic, toxic masculinity. Uh, masculinity is going to come from whatever their experience is. Because if you make a joke about eating hot... Do you, do you have, when's the last time you ate hot wings off your chest and actually took a porno magazine? Never. Wife, right. So his version of not understanding that is because of his, uh, his reaction, his trigger... Because of what has happened to him previously in life. Right. And what you said isn't, it's almost defining it as, as silliness. That this is, you, you, you blew a picture up that was so big that it was silly. And he right. couldn't find the silliness because of his own hangups. So we, men can't own every problem right. that other people have with people being men. Right. Uh, 
yes, we're going to all go, and, it, and it's an ebb and flow. We flux through life on how what what is uh, being feminine, what is being masculine. Right. But his his version is his own problems that right. he's having. Right. And he should be he should be proud of what he's doing, and I'm, I'm sure he is proud of what he's doing. But he shouldn't carry the the weight. I like how it. he said um, the food, like like somehow not eating masculine food. Like, well, but what is masculine food? Shit that when you bite into it, it knocks three of your teeth out. <laughs> Dude, I think it's funny because when you think about like how how we how we do live, and right. I, and, I, and I'm I'm making this dumb, but what, what what do you get when you go to a what when you go to a sporting event? What, what do you always see at a sporting event? Beer, nachos. What food? Besides, what other food do you see? Popcorn. It's one you're missing. Wait, wait, wait. Look, give me a you second. Wait, you get to a Dodgers game. There's something. Hot dogs. Dude, is there any gayer thing that you could be eating? Hilarious. What? 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 what so? So? This when we talk about toxic masculinity, it's not like we go, "Hey, I'll eat anything at the game." Right. I'm a man. I ain't touching. Right. The hot dog. Right. Jeff Brown, a funny comedian. He said, I'm so straight. He was talking about homophobia. I'm so straight, I bite my hot dog in the middle. middle. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> but I mean, right. I understand that there is that there are people that have been uh, victims of toxic right. masculinity. So I'm not trying to, to say that it doesn't exist. What I'm trying to say is, though, your interpretation of what it is is different. Right. Um, we all have a different interpretation of what it is. I'm not trying to be toxic, but I have things that I believe in. But like I said, I have had black toenail polish put on because I wasn't going to get less than I deserved when I got my pedicure. So you on all your feet or just on all my toe? toes, on my toes. I did it once. I didn't do it again. Okay. I didn't like it because oh. there's also this. Effort. Why didn't you like it? Honestly, because there's upkeep. It's the upkeep. The upkeep. Cause then you have to either, you have to decide to do it again because it grows out or it chips or it looks ugly. And then it looks kind of stupid. Honestly, frankly, mm. it looked dumb to me. Yeah. If you would have done that and showed me that, I would have pinned you down personally <laughs> and wiped that shit off of you with toenail toenail removal. Nigga. Yeah, uh, this was a long time ago, but I, uh, I like, listen, listen. If if you if you got a little girl, a daughter, and she wants to paint your nails, why wouldn't you? That, yes, I get that. A tea party, a tea party. But when the party's over, so is the polish. You know, come on, man. <laughs> but what difference does it make to you? It doesn't change oh. you. It's not like uh, you put toenail polishes on. You go. You know what sounds good after toenail polish? Dick. It's, that's it's, funny. It, it doesn't that's happen funny. that way. That's funny. That's how it starts. That's <laughs> how it starts. It's, it's a gate. It's a gateway to dick. It's a gateway to dick. <laughs> um, <laughs> this bitch. Uh, her name is Twisted Animal. Where the hell? Okay. Uh, I just want to. You, you want to do a whole another one on just these? No, no, no. We 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 can we can we can end this because okay. I just want to. Uh, even though even though I, I would have loved to have played that Jeopardy game you brought up, um, we'll, we'll get we'll get it in. We'll, yeah. Um, this chick, I was going back and forth with her about again masculinity and all of this, and at one point she says to me, uh, "You still didn't answer me. What gives you the right to judge a man for being who he is?" I'm sure you don't like when folks choose to judge you for not for for you being you. Do you not get it? And I said to her, people judging you is something no one can control. So that's a losing argument. Whether you like it or not, at the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck. It's social media, baby. If you can't handle people's opinions, which they are allowed to have based on shit you made public, stay the fuck off the open forum. And that was my other thing. So many people, mainly women, were going, why do you care? 
Why, why do you have to speak on? Well, Dwayne Wade made it public. And when you make shit public, you cannot, you cannot get upset when the public responds. If you don't, want people to, you don't want people to have an opinion on what you do, don't make your family decisions public. Well, I think with the D-Wade thing, to be honest, I think he took it public for a reason. Right, I know where you're going with this. And I and to show support. And well, no, and I commend lead. him. And I commend him for what he's going to do. But that being said, I don't think Dwayne Wade did this and took it public for the for those reasons, and did not expect to get the other side of the the other side of the uh, of the argument either. When you ask for the rain, you got to get the mud too. You got to expect the mud too. So it, it, he knew that was coming, and for people to and not that he even cares. We, 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 I think we're assuming he probably don't even give a probably fuck. Probably doesn't. But, right. But in, in, these, in, in, in these posts, people are so concerned about them. And when you, you said, uh, you know, I, I forgot how you do how she just ended that. Uh, whatever. Why, 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 about why being judged. Why, why, how you what your definition is. It doesn't make a difference what his definition is. He feels the way that you feel the way that you feel. Other people feel that the way that you feel. And the whole world keeps spinning. We ain't, we're not changing each other's point of view. Social media isn't going to do it. If you agree with what Dwayne Wade's doing, uh, you just, you, all you have to do is write in there, do proud of you. Way to go. And move on. Because as you see more of those, and the other side sees less of their, like, I'm afraid. Then, then you're doing the right thing. You're doing the right thing for the for whatever that for for to support people that need the support. If you get stuck in this social media gasm, we don't need this. When my dad, my dad could, my dad doesn't. He's he's dead. So my dad doesn't know about Facebook or Instagram right. or Twitter. He could give a fuck about anything that he's done in his life and being judged by. Uh, people right. that he's never going to meet in his whole life. These people, when you ask me, do I care about the people who don't like me? I don't care. I don't know them. They don't know me. If they want to have an opinion on me, I, I welcome it because that's what I do now for a living. I put myself out there for it. I welcome the opinion. But do right. you think I actually give a fuck about someone else's opinion? I don't know. I don't know what they do. I don't know how they go to sleep at night. I don't know how they treated their family. I don't know how they treat their kids. Why would I give a fuck about an opinion in the air? Because it's really, that's all this stuff is. And for people to get so fucking caught up in the idea that you made a big picture of what a man is, and you made it comical like if you were looking at it in the family circus on a Sunday paper, and they can't see it. Well, here's the thing that I love. We have to remember, and you just hit it. You just hit the nail on the head. Just like you're able to voice your opinion and it's supposed to mean something, I have the same right. Just like you can commend Dwayne Wade for going, hey, man, you're leading by, you're leading by example. You're supporting your son. You're, 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 letting, you're a voice for other people who feel like you feel who may not have the platform or the courage to do it. Bravo. Well, why don't I have the right to be the voice and lead the charge for the real men? For the men who feel like we're under attack. For the men who can't be themselves anymore without being labeled homophobic. There, there is no reason why you can't be. And that people have to understand that that's what, that's what this whole country was supposed to be, supposed to be, about when you read what the First Amendment is, is to give people the right to speak as long as they're not harming anyone or trying to get others to harm someone. Boingo, I'm so glad you said that because you, you made me think of something that I had forgotten that I had wanted to mention. Um, I think it's called no. Is that the con- HBO does a show? 
I don't know. The one with Julia Louise, Louise Dreyfus. Uh-huh. It's called Veep. Yeah. That's a comedy thing. But there's another thing they do that's a show about real shit going on in, in the world. And I guess somewhere in Boston, I think, they had a straight pride parade. Yeah. And all these gay people, red face screaming, motherfucker, go home, fuck you, middle finger, spitting. And the one straight dude, now I'm not saying I agree with that cause because I get it. Gay people have a hard life. They, they have a hard time exp- you know, being who they are without ridicule, abuse. I get it. A, the idea of a straight pride parade is unnecessary and ridiculous. But the point is they have the right. Yeah. And these gay people that were spitting, cursing, middle finger, the straight dude said, now do you see how this makes them look? This is hip- this is hip- this is hypocritical. And that we have the right just like them. And the fact that they're upset at us for exercising our rights makes them look bad. And it does. It does because you can't be a hypocrite about it. There you go. I get I get I, I get the I get the point, but there's some other things in here that are in that in that thing. First of all, if you're gay at a straight parade and you're mad at all, then you really don't love parades. And it makes me question your gayness. <laughs> so, what I'm, my point though is, if you, it, it, the silliest thing. See, that was the setup. I drew in the defense. Yeah. I I threw it out to Kerr, and he knocked down the three. Yeah. Go ahead. See, the silliest thing is though that that you would even care, and that people would pay attention to a straight parade because it's not necessary because every day is a straight parade. Right. So there, so no one's paying attention to it, and you gave them more of a voice. Going and protesting their straight parade. Right. So it doesn't make any sense. Everybody has the right to speak, and you can't. The most important thing to remember is that right of free speech only protects speech you don't want to hear. Because if you wanted to hear it, it doesn't need protection. Mm. Free speech is the shit you don't want to hear. That's free speech. Right. Everything else, you wanted to hear it. There was no need to protect it. Hmm. Yeah, and, and that's all I'm saying, man. I'm, and again, I don't want that to come off as, you know, I what you just said. Every day is straight day parade, and again, I understand the shit that gay people have been through—the mental, the verbal, the physical abuse, the murder. The the idea of a straight parade is unnecessary and stupid. I don't agree with it at all, but it doesn't change the fact they have the right. Yeah, just for transparency, though, uh, San Francisco in the Castro district. Mm. Definitely not straight day in that area. There's a there's a little area right there that's definitely gay day. Right, right there right, all day, right. all day long. All right, boys and girls, there it is. Whether you keep your dick or you lob it off, you should have the right. What do you do with it? Mm. Oh, I think that they make the vagina with it. Yeah, they make the vagina with it. I think we should end right there. I think we should call this one Spare Parts. There you go. Car for three! Can you feel it, baby? <laughs> <laughs>